Praise the Lord. It's good to be here this morning in the presence of God. And um, the last time I spoke, I was speaking about the third seal. It was part two, but this time it's part three. Because there's quite a lot to cover in this third seal. And uh, so we're going to take a reading from Revelation chapter 6, verse 5 and 6. And when he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come and see. And so I looked and beheld a black horse, and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quarter of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and the wine. And so in the last, the last time I spoke, in part two, I spoke about the European superstate and its leader, and the person with the potential and qualifications to fulfill that role. I said that a strong European Union with a strong economy, Euro, will need a mature, strong leader that understands and can manage economic stability and growth. He needs a man with a wealth of experience of leadership, an economic vision, a world vision, a professional diplomat, then I introduce you to the man. And so they're looking for a man, a leader, with the answer to resolve world problems with an intelligent plan. A man with diplomatic capability that can, can implement EU vision and lead them to a brighter future and prosperity, not only for their own countries, but also for the poor and famine-stricken third world countries to fulfill the European vision. And this man also, they need to strengthen Europe, European unification, uh, giving it more potential for the world stage. So the key word of this message is scarcity, as I mentioned last time. Even in the prosperous Western countries, many people are feeling the financial pitch, pinch. Now, this message is a repeat, and obviously I've updated the end bit of this message, but this bit that I'm speaking about now is a repeat of the message that I gave on the 17th of September 2005. But when I um, started to look at it, I thought about the importance of ministering this message again today, and it's significant um, in relation to prophecy and what is happening in the world today, and especially in Europe um, with the Antichrist and so on. Let me repeat that again. Even in the prosperous Western countries, many people are feeling the financial pinch. People are um, restricting their spending habits because of fear of what is happening. With insecurity in jobs or the workplace causing people to worry about their mortgage payments and not taking the gamble of moving to another area to buy a larger house. Now, I just want to read something that uh, it was on the, the internet a while ago. This message was given um, of the, on the 17th of September 2005 and so it's printed down here and I just want to read from it what I ministered then, what I published then. We need to keep in mind that whenever there is an economic crisis in any country or state then it is a perfect time for a takeover from someone who has a brilliant plan whether it is for the good of the people or not. Adolf Hitler took advantage of a similar situation in Germany during his rise to power. The German people had suffered terrible economic problems and unemployment during the period of the Weimar Republic 1919 to 1933 and hyperinflation was rampant. The purchasing power of money was, an all, was at an all-time low. During 1923 and 20, 1924, people were using the German currency to, for fuel in their fires. During 1930, um, 
1932, the Great Depression reached its height. The German people blamed the Treaty of Versailles, which was in 1919, for causing many of their problems, because the treaty caused them to surrender resource-rich areas and pay massive amounts of compensation because of, of their involvement in World War I. At the same time, the effects of the Great Depression in America contributed towards Germany's economic problems. The end result was the collapse of the Weimar Republic, um, and out of the ashes the rise of Adolf Hitler and his Nazi party in 1933, with the promise of new industry, employment for the masses, prosperity and a bright future. After years of unemployment and poverty, Germany's industry became stronger. Germany was blossoming again. The masses were finding, uh, uh, finding employment all due to Adolf Hitler. At the same time, Hitler was blaming the Jews for Germany's lack of prosperity. This gave him the leverage to get rid of them. And then we all know about the terrible persecution that the Jews had to go through because of Hitler. And so we, we are approaching the time when the man of sin, Antichrist, will take advantage of the present world crisis with his plan of a new world order, promising peace, prosperity and freedom for all the nations that will give their allegiance to him. Now, when I read that, those scriptures, Revelation chapter 6, verse 5 and 6, the oil and the wine that he's speaking about are symbolic of luxuries. So the scarcity that we're speaking about in this message and famine are only for a period of time. So that it will, it will, it will cause the people to want somebody to, you know, sort the problem out. And what a perfect time. Can you see in relation to what happened with Hitler and today, they need a man that can sort of galvanize everything, put everything together and bring prosperity back to the nations. You know, people that are suffering financially will understand this message. And who else but the Antichrist who is coming to sort and resolve all these problems. And so it's for a time, this scarcity. But after the time of scarcity that the Bible is speaking about, there will be a short period of prosperity. And it will all be brought about through the European Union, its leader, the Antichrist. We're already witnessing the plan of Antichrist in action, with massive food and medical aid programs and debt relief in Africa and third world countries. And this will give the Antichrist the respect of the world because of his compassionate action on poverty and relief. It will all be done in the name of God as well. It will all be done in the name of faith and religion. Religion. It will all be done in the name of, it's all for the good of mankind. Works, works, works. But is it really of God? No, not at all. The Bible calls it Antichrist. So, the Antichrist will come in the name of Christ, but in fact he will be taking the place of Christ and will be Antichrist. And if you read the book of Revelation, you can see clearly that he, in the end, when power has gone completely to his head, will defy God and blaspheme God in heaven and persecute the true saints of God, the born-again church of Jesus Christ. Because, you know, what we need to understand when we're studying prophetic scriptures is that there are two churches in the world today. There's the false church and the true church. There's the World Council of Churches, there's the ecumenical movements and so on, and there's the true born-again church of Jesus Christ. The false church, what I call is religion. The true born-again church are those who are justified by faith in Lord Jesus Christ, and it's not any works that they have done that save them. They, all they have done is 
Those individuals who are in the true church of Jesus Christ come to Jesus at the foot of the cross and believe that he paid the penalty for their sin through his eternal redemptive sacrifice on Calvary's cross and received him into the life through all he did, not what they did. We are not justified by works. You can read about that in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, which by, by faith we have been saved through grace and not of works lest any man should boast. And so all this, all this, uh, you know, this um, aid and everything else, all it's done in the name of God, good works. It's even though it appears to be of God, it isn't of God. It's it's a deceptive plan of the devil. He's behind it all. Now, it, we're all, the, the Bible teaches us to do good works and to help people. And so the devil has to do something that's similar to what Christ would do. So he comes in with his deceptive plan of bringing the world together through helping the world. You see, when Hitler was here, he, you know, he was a dictator, and he forced people to obey him. Uh, first of all, people were magnetized by, you know, him meeting all their needs, and they worshipped Hitler. But after a while, you know, the, 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 the iron fist in the velvet glove came out, and, he, and his dictatorial rule became the supreme power, and he oppressed people, and if they didn't, uh, you know, um, if they didn't obey Hitler, then they were dealt with severely. And this is what is happening here. It's the iron fist in the uh, in the velvet glove, but eventually the iron fist will come out in the Antichrist. It will come in the name of peace. The Bible speaks about it in that chapter we read in Revelation chapter 6. We read verse uh, the first few verses. It speaks the rider on the white horse. He will come with a bow with no arrows. The arrows, um, it, it speaks of him coming with peace because there's no arrows there. But in the end, if we look further into the book of Revelation, especially Revelation 13, and when the, then the false prophet causes people to give their allegiance to Antichrist, and those that don't will be persecuted and even killed, then it gets more severe. This is what happens with dictators. And the Antichrist is just the greatest dictator the world has ever seen. We've had many bad, wicked dictators. We've had all the Pol Pot, we've had the Hitlers, we've had uh, the Mussolinis, we've had many in the past. And, um, you know, Antiochus Epiphanes, we've had the Roman Caesars and so on. But they will fade away into insignificance in comparison to the Antichrist, who is already here on the world stage and has got his hand in many pies. The Bible is clear in its warnings about the European Union. It's clear in its warnings about the Antichrist and false prophets. While they promise them liberty, these people that are coming, the Antichrist will come and promise people liberty and prosperity by these massive aid programs, sorting people's financial problems and everything else and how wonderful the European Union is, what it's done for this world. While they, in Europe, the European Union and its leader promised them liberty. They themselves are slaves of corruption. For whom a person is overcome, by him also is brought into bondage. 2 Peter 2.19 Let us not be fooled. Satan is at work casting his spell on of mass deception over the nations of the world, causing people to believe in the lie of Antichrist. He is using what appears to be good and compassionate through massive aid programs and promises of a secure, prosperous future to deceive the masses. This is the way the enemy works. This is what I was speaking about with Hitler. Hitler came, you know, as the iron rule. But this, you know, we're in 
things have moved on since then and if we had a dictator you know just all of a sudden came to power in this country and Europe started telling people what to do they wouldn't accept it so it has to you know everything has to be adjusted accordingly so that it will be accepted by the masses and so we're going to move on to this next bit uh, which is of great importance great significance for today uh, this is the bit that I've just updated from this message that I first ministered and published in 2005. Finally, there is a major obstacle that stands in the way of Satan and the Antichrist implementing his plan in Europe and throughout the world. And that is religion. It's an obstacle. Religion is an obstacle. And, uh, and division amongst the three major faiths and others, Christianity, Judaism and Islam. Now when I speak about Christianity and the division between them all, Christianity, Judaism and Islam, I am referring now to religion, the false church that I spoke about before. There has to be unity between the three of these faiths and the rest of the religions and faiths for it to work. Can you imagine if somebody had a plan in these days, because we know that it's, it's faith and beliefs and religion that's causing most of the wars in the world, and has done in the past. Can you imagine somebody coming with this incredible plan to resolve the world problems by uniting all the faiths in the world and getting, you know, in, you know and, and publishing the work and propagating their vision to unite and bring peace and unity and harmony amongst all faiths. Can you imagine what peace would come to the world? And, uh, you know, and all these kind of um, uh, breakaway sects of, you know, fundamental Islam, where they are, um, the terrorist uh, uh, section of Islam will be classed, you know, really put out by this massive unity of all the faiths. And they'll become, basically, they'll just fade away in the end. This is the plan. This is the end time plan of Satan to bring harmony amongst all faiths because it's, it's religion that's separating people. So what does Satan do? In his mind, what is he thinking? We will unite religion because if we can rely, unite the religions of this world, Judaism, Christianity, Islam and all the other faiths, then we will have harmony and then we can resolve all the problems. Then we can bring uh, our planning to action, our vision to action by uniting the world in every, in every way. So this is the plan. There has to be this unity between the three. Um, so in steps Tony Blair with the answer. And uh, I mentioned it in the last message in part two of the third seal about Tony Blair. There's many messages I've given about Tony Blair. My published, my messages that are published on the website are not on the website at the moment, but will be eventually. Uh, I have published many messages over the years on the rider on the white horse, the Antichrist, and the work and, and the rise of Tony Blair to power. And so in steps Tony Blair with his new faith foundation, uh, Tony Blair's global interfaith organization set up to foster greater understanding between the three Abrahamic faiths of Christianity, Judaism and Islam. Now, I have here in my hand the speech that Tony Blair gave at the Cardinal's Lecture 2008, Westminster Cathedral, London, um, 1900 hours Thursday, the 3rd of April, 2008. 
and uh, you can download this message from the internet but basically it's all there what he believes and you can see there's a man speaking with the world vision you can see it if you understand bible prophecy and you listen to all the other messages that are given you can see where he's going and what his plan is and also remember that tony blair you know is now Tony Blair accepts Yale position on faith and globalization. Tony Blair, the former British Prime Minister, has accepted a one-year position at Yale University in which he will participate in a course examining issues related to religion, faith and globalization. He will serve as the Howland Distinguished Fellow during 2008-09 academic year, the university announced, and, and so on. But, you know, there's so many... Um, uh, titles to Tony Blair at the moment. Why? Why is he involved in so many um, jobs at the moment? Why has he got all these positions in the banking, uh, uh, in religion, and uh, and so many others? It's also that he can implement his plan and set it up so that it's already set up when he becomes European president and he's the leader of Europe uh, to implement this world vision. So um, it goes on to say here as well, um, I can't, and also that, that Tony Blair has left the Anglican Church to become a Roman Catholic um, since leaving office. I can't find the rest of the bit, but Mr. Blair's other appointments have included, uh, included other Middle East envoy, resolving the problem between the Arabs and the Jews. Can you see why he's setting up Abraham's house? Because that's what he's calling it, Abraham's house, something like that. That's what he's setting it up at his house, his centre in London, to bring together all the faiths. And he's, he's, he's there in the Middle East with this job between the Arabs and Israelis. No one's ever resolved that, uh, that problem, but in steps Mr. Blair, Tony Blair, uh, to be the Middle East envoy, not by chance, all part of Satan's plan, to resolve this problem. And so, can you see it? Can you see the picture? He sets up his house in London, he's in Yale University, ministering to people, people that will be future presidents and so on, talking to world leaders, he's involved in the bank of James, the Morgan Company and, and Zurich Bank and everything else, bringing together, remember, it's got to be the strength of the euro, the economy has got to have religion there, it's got to be connections with the Catholic church and so on he's got to be involved in the Middle East because the Antichrist will make a pact in the Middle East it said he will make he will sign a seven-year treaty of protection and peace for the Jews and the Arabs obviously the United Nations or the European super, super state will have their own uh, 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 military force uh, standing between the Jews and the Arabs to make sure and enforce peace there it's all there that's why Blair is there. And what, what is the thing? What is the thing that would unite the Arabs and the Jews? Unity in the faith. Not, you know, let them be independent. Believe what you believe. You believe in Allah. You believe in, 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 in uh, Almighty God to the Jews and so on. You can believe what you want, but let's have unity. This is his plan. This is what he's implementing now. Let us wake up. Mr. Blair's other points, the points have included, are included as the Middle East envoy and advisor to investment bank JP Morgan and the bank in Zurich is involved in as well. He has many jobs. You know, you would think, well, he's greedy for money, but it's far more than that. He's greedy for world power because he has in his heart a vision and he thinks that vision is from Almighty God. He's converted over to Rome Castle, but I want to tell you, it's not Almighty God that I serve. 
the God of the Bible. It's not uh, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ or Jesus Christ to the Holy Spirit that is serving. He's serving the God of this world. That is, put, that is, he is the one who has put that vision in Blair's heart. And Blair is now fulfilling that vision. And many of you Christians that are listening to this message today, you're asleep. You won't believe these things. But I'm telling you, it's the, the plan of Satan, which God allows, is, is being accelerated now. And I could honestly say myself, all these things are already here. We're in it now. And uh, it would, I would believe, I believe the way the speed, uh, the way things are going now uh, and being accelerated, you know, it will come about this very quickly in a few years. But I believe that something is going to happen in the world. Uh, major catastrophes that are going to accelerate this even faster to implement Satan's plan and to install his, uh, his man uh, as leader of the European Union to fulfill that European vision, which is, uh, the, as the people in Europe, the leaders there, believe they will give their power unto the beast and to this ruler uh, to rule the world. He said he will control all nations and so on. We know there are nations that are excluded, like China and other ones, but he will control the world. And so Satan is doing this, is implementing his plan now through his man. He's already here, the Antichrist. He's doing the work of Satan and the church is asleep and the totally in the way of that. And we're more involved in building our big churches. We're more involved in getting, making a name for ourselves. We're more involved in thinking that we're going to change the world before Jesus comes back than actually listening to the prophetic word of God, which many churches and leaders have refused to listen to uh, because they're too proud to listen to and uh, they don't want to scare the people of the churches. Well, let me tell you, church leaders today, you need to wake up, you need to listen to the prophetic word because these things are happening. You're going to be caught out unawares. And many of you, if you don't listen to this word, and I'm talking to the born-again church today because the church, uh, other churches that are religious, well, you know, it's nothing. If you can turn and repent of your sin and get right with God and come into the real church of God. But I'm talking to you born-again leaders. If you do not take heed to the warnings of God and to the prophetic word, you'll be too. You too will be swept along in this mass deception, become blinded and fall. So you really need to wake up and get right with God now. You have a responsibility and one day you will stand before God and give an account of your life and service for God and for what you have done in ministering to your congregation. If you shut out the prophetic word of God and people who operate in the office of a prophet, then you will give an account of yourself to God. You might, you know, just shun this or laugh this off and uh, say it's irrelevant, it's nothing to do with me, I'm not listening. Who are you? Then you will find out that this is true. If you will open your eyes, if you will humbly kneel before God and search the scriptures about these things that I'm speaking about today and ask God, genuinely ask God, do you want a genuine answer from God? He will confirm this word to you. Then you can do something about it. Then you can start to warn your congregation to prepare them for this time of persecution that is coming against the born-again church of Jesus Christ from the European Union and its leader, the Antichrist, is already here. It's Tony Blair. And uh, very soon now we will start to see. And it's not too far. Because like I say, things will be accelerated when, this, when the, the false prophet, the Antichrist, you know, like when Jesus came, John the Baptist was the prophet that pointed people to Christ. So a false prophet, the Bible speaks about in Revelation chapter 13, who will point people to the Antichrist. He will appear, um, and it's not far away when he will. So be aware, take these things to heart. There's many things I could say. This is the word of God.
it's for all of you um just study or look into the scriptures keep your eyes open what's on the news it's all happening before your eyes but many of you are blind and you you can't even see it and this is a disgrace to the born again church of jesus christ in these days when we should be alive and full of faith we're asleep and we're blind and we're dull but jesus said when i come will i find faith on the earth and many of you will be deceived um but god is good he sends people with prophetic ministries to warn us and to wake us up and to help us thank you for listening today